Jeffrey Carlyle was 33 years old, stood 5 foot 8, weighed around 160, and kept his light brown hair in a short buzz cut, over which he typically wore a baseball cap. His clothes generally consisted of sneakers, jeans, and a t-shirt, which he wore now, as he climbed out of his RAV4 and walked around it to the shoulder of West Frontage Road. Juniper trees stretched up like fungal fingers. Between Jeff and the trees was a drainage ditch. It was right here where the car had been. Police dispatch had received a call reporting an accident. The caller said they had spoken to the driver of the crashed vehicle, a girl, 26 or 7 years old, said her name was Jessica. There had been no cell phone signal at the time, and the caller had offered to drive her into town. But the girl had said no thank you, and that someone was on their way. After making sure the girl was okay, the caller drove home and called the police, putting two and two together, knowing there was no cell phone service. The caller wondered how on earth the girl could have possibly contacted anyone. An officer arrived at the scene and the girl was not present. The car was locked and had a cracked windshield and a dented front fender and a deployed airbag. EMS and a fire truck had arrived, cleared the scene. The car was towed to an auto repair shop. There was no immediate search for the girl, as it had seemed she had left the scene by herself. That was three years ago, and the girl had never been seen or heard from again. Jeff stood there, looking down at the ditch. He was the older brother of the girl who had disappeared. Jessica Carlyle, his baby sister, his only sister, his only living relative. And for the last three years it had been a game of emotionally discombobulated chess. He had no idea if his only living relative was actually living or not. It was mid-afternoon, late summer. The sky above was clear, dry blue that boasted no clouds, no birds. Only the golden stare of the sun, which brooded with a solitary solidarity. He shook his head. He wanted to close his eyes, but they remained open and he stared at the ditch. Pressed his fingers to his temples. It was a remote stretch of road. There were no other people around. No cars drove by. He stood far away from the world, or maybe completely alone in it. He dropped his hands and took a deep breath. Once a week, sometimes more, Jeff usually drove out here. He wasn't sure why. The entire area had been combed at least a hundred times, and every visit he made to this spot gave him the same result, a forlorn unknowing. The FBI had joined the investigation ten days after Jessica had disappeared. They had interviewed some of Jessica's friends, as well as Jeff, who had been in Tucson at the time but came back when he received the news. Eventually, the search became nationwide. There had been a few ground and air searches with helicopters, sniffer dogs, and cadaver dogs, and so forth. On one of these searches, somebody found a ripped pair of panties embedded in some dirt. But DNA tests found that they did not belong to Jessica Carlyle. If she had been harmed, there were no clues to indicate who had assaulted her. Whatever answers there might be, Jeff knew they were not in or around this trench. But he came out here anyway, always wondering, always filled with a pathetic and useless modicum of hope, a tiny flicker that was always snuffed out before he even stopped the car. <laughs>